From Phoenix to Fredonia, Tucson to Tuba City, the Arizona Department of Transportation is connecting Arizona. Everyone, everywhere, every day. Now you're connected to On the Road with ADOT. Good day, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea, wherever you might happen to be. You're listening to On the Road with ADOT. I'm Doug from ADOT Communications. We are so glad that you could join us. And we are joined today by the illustrious Derek Arnson. Derek, give me your title again real quick. Tell us what you do. Doug, uh, first off, thanks for having me. I oversee the Traffic Management Group, which is w- which is within the TISMO division of ADOT. So traffic management, that's uh, that's just a tiny bit important, don't we think? Tiny yeah. bit, tiny bit. And what we wanted to talk about um, really was uh, those times of the year that are interspersed throughout the year when everybody and his brother uh, wants to get in a car or a truck or whatever, maybe haul a trailer or something like that, and head up uh, to uh, the high country or just get out of the Phoenix metro area or out of Tucson or maybe the other way around. But ultimately, we're talking about those big weekends that we all know about where people are just driving, driving, driving. And now that we've gotten through the uh, uh, worst part, we hope and pray, of the uh, pandemic and so forth, uh, we, we see the traffic has come back up uh, pretty much to traditional levels. Tell us about some of the things that you do as you look forward to the calendar and you say, okay, here comes a big driving weekend, like a Labor Day, Memorial Day, something like that. We really don't just sit around and kind of wait for these things to come along. We prepare. Give us a little thumbnail about some of the preparation we do to make sure that the the traffic is managed on these big driving weekends. Absolutely. So within our division, the TISMO division. And um, TISMO stands for? The Traffic Traffic Systems Maintenance and Operations. Okay, great. And um, Traffic Systems Management and Operations is what it stands <laughs> okay. for. Sorry. TISMO's fine now. But um, I oversee a, a group of, of operational individuals. And I say operational because they're really the boots on the ground. Uh, the Traffic Operations Center, we have dispatchers and we have PIOs that are there. Um, and troopers, our, our DPS troopers that are inside a traffic operations center. And for those who don't know, the traffic operations center or TOC is a 24 seven operation cameras looking statewide at what's going on. And so we can get out to problem spots uh, as soon as possible. Exactly. We have over 400 cameras and, and that, that number increases monthly, but uh, part of that is being proactive and, and we take uh, data and we try to understand what the volumes might be on a given weekend of travel and uh, we work with our um, IDO districts mm-hmm. throughout the state, whether it's rural or metro. And when we talk about IDO districts, uh, for folks who, who don't know, we the, the Department of Transportation has divided the state into several regional districts, each with a particular staff that uh, are concerned with what goes on in that district. So whether it's Northeastern, which is the Navajo Reservation, Sholo, or South Central, which is Tucson, Casa Grande, and so forth, we've got it all covered. Exactly. And with that, um, there's great relationships between these two divisions. And we recognize that uh, we need to have different types of apparatus, whether it be um, a loader, a front-end loader, or a sweeper available in a given area where we know through traffic data that we might have a problem area. 
I'll give you I-17. Okay. Yeah, we, we all know I-17 has we all know. its challenges it on weekends does. like this. And so we stage that equipment. And so DPS has an opportunity to know that there's going to be equipment staged in a certain area so that response times to an anticipated incident are going to be much quicker. So in other words, since we know, unfortunately, the chances of there being a crash or something like that or disabled vehicles, that's likely to happen on, say, I-17 during a holiday weekend. You've got crews already stationed. How, how soon or, or how, much, how many days or hours before that weekend or a weekend like that occurs are your guys getting in position? Well, we plan for that knowing that there's an upcoming holiday, whatever that might be. And we also, um, with that, we work with our, our National Weather Service to understand what the weather might be. You know, down south, we have dust. Right. And up north, and even down south, we have ice and snow. And, and in, the, in, in all the parts of the states, we, we have, you know, the monsoons that come. So um, we have a lot of weather in our state, and we try our best to, to um, have forecasts that we can understand and be prepared to meet those challenges. So as we look at, say, um, we'll talk about both the monsoon or winter weather, uh, it's not uncommon for a, a very large number of ADOT and other stakeholders to get on a phone call or a, or a Zoom or Google Meets or whatever uh, hours or days before to say, hey, we're expecting a lot of rain in the globe area. We're expecting a ton of snow up in Flagstaff. What, what does that look like when we prepare for those things? Well, again, it's that team effort where we um, share information that we might have together that collectively we can use to prepare for those um, those specific incidents that might occur in in uh, you know confined areas. Some some of these locations you're talking about are two lane highways. When a two lane highway has a rock slide or a two lane highway has some incident on it, it's shut down, and so that creates another um, opportunity for ADOT to come out and do what we do best, which is try to clear that. And, and through that messaging and through the public-facing opportunities we have, um, we try to mitigate that as best we can. What We mentioned I-17. I, I'm assuming like the 60 up to Sholo is another hot spot. What are some others, and, and what are the particular challenges? Well, I, I, I would – if I start saying any, I'm going to miss a few. But, you know, Interstate 40 – um, I-10 uh, West, mm-hmm. um, even You're down south. Between, between uh, Phoenix yep. and Tucson? Exactly. What's what's the issue there? Because that's pretty flat, basic road. What's what's going on with that? Well, And know, again, we're not implying that the, the, the highways themselves have any trouble. It's just a matter of uh, a lot more volume on these holiday events than we normally see. Well, you know, Doug, I did a career in law enforcement. I was a trooper. And so I can tell you that a lot of, a lot of our challenges – aren't because we have bad roads. In fact, we have great roads in the state of Arizona. Uh, A lot of it is just driver behavior and inattention and those kinds of things. And we try, um, even through communications and and messaging, to let the travelers know that, hey, move over, move right. Um, You know, when when there's a law enforcement or a tow vehicle or some emergency type vehicle on the right, move over. That that creates a safer zone for that area. We also know that if there's minor collisions, that uh, the quick clearance laws apply. If there's right. no in- injuries and your car can be moved, please move it. Right. Move it off. Those types of things go so far in helping alleviate queuing and secondary collisions that occur because of the initial 
uh, incident that caused maybe that queuing. So those types of things are always what we're looking to do. Yeah, that secondary thing is really a bugaboo because if, if your team is out there and there's a crash that requires your attention and then all of a sudden you guys are working on that and it may be something that has injuries, unfortunately, things like that, that we got to bring in law enforcement and first responders. And then you've got three more fender benders down the line because of impatience or inattention that just stresses your resources or stretches your resources even more. It does. We, um, I haven't spoken to uh, the new incident response unit. It's about two years old now, but uh, you probably see the state farm vehicles out there. Um, that's a full-time team um, of 14 that uh, rolls in the metropolitan Phoenix area to any incident. And we, we assist aid, we assist, excuse me, DPS and, and other local agencies as well to try to uh, quickly clear any incident, debris, um, or minor collision that, that occurs while also supporting the investigative side of DPS in traffic control and keeping those troopers safe on scene and trying to do the best we can as a team um, to collectively get that resolved and that mobility back to that that system. You mentioned driver inattention a minute ago or, or impatience or driver behavior, actually. Um, what kind of things do you see when you're out there that, that concern you the most that, that people need to avoid doing? Well, um, uh, we um, sadly just went through a memorial for one of my uh, instant response unit individuals, Frank Derizio, right. who was killed um, because of inattention of a driver. Mm-hmm. And um, driver's not a bad person, but he at that time wasn't paying attention and there was a queue in front of him as he looked up from probably texting or some inattentive uh, right. behavior. Um, he saw the queue was upon him and he made um, a move to uh, to the right and he lost control and he went off and, and killed uh, Frank. And those types of things happen all the time. And that's why we try our best to let the driver know, please drive, please just drive. Leave everything else alone. Pay attention. Uh, look at the messaging that's a that's that's out there for you. Pay attention to, you know, the speed limit, um, work zones. You know, work zones are another area where we 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 try our hardest to make those as safe as possible. But again. Uh, we can't control that one thing that we wish we could control, and that's the driver behavior. And on these um, big driving event weekends or holiday periods, I imagine that's uh, ramped up just a little bit because I, I would think that, hey, I've got the kids in the car. We've, we're tra- trailing the boat behind us or whatever. Hey, we want to get up to the lake. We want to get wherever we're going. We're impatient. We're maybe a little stressed out. That's just got to make it that much worse. It is. And, you know, I think of myself, I'm, I'm guilty of the same thing. We're trying to get on a three-day vacation or, you know, a three-day weekend, and you're trying to get up where you need to go to. And, you know, there's a, there's a long line of cars doing the same thing. And I think that's where we just have to be a little more patient as drivers and realize that let's all get there safely. Now, we're an agency that's devoted to always looking for ways to do things better and improve. Uh, I don't know how long you've been here, uh, but I imagine uh, we're always looking at ways to do this better this year as opposed to last year, whatever year we're talking about. Um, how do we strategize those kind of What are you looking at that, 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 we, that we are looking to try to do better or improve in, in terms of our response and planning for these things? Well, 
Doug, you, you are aware of the uh, Arizona management system. Right. And so we try our very best to um, understand that and to apply the principles and the, and the, the ideas behind that um, to improve each day, right? And basically the AMS is yes. finding change for the better. And anybody can come up with an idea. It doesn't matter who you are. That's exactly right. And really, um, Director Alakowski's done an incredible job of letting the bottom layer to the top layer know that all voices are, are matter. And, and if you have a great idea, let's listen to it. Let's hear it. Maybe let's implement it. But um, we, we, we know that technology changes so fast. And um, we know that uh, at the end of the day, we have to change as well. Um, there's so many opportunities with that to um, – take a, a little bit more out of um, maybe the standard operating procedures of what we used to do and allow the algorithms of a camera, let's say, mm-hmm. to help us uh, understand the traffic flows a little better. And and so that's kind of where we're at right now is, is understanding the technology, implementing it, and then allowing that change to happen so that we can, you know, take a, a greater um, stab at, at reducing maybe collisions in a certain area or being able to respond a little quicker because now we understand we need to mobilize some, some teams in a specific area of, of the state. And in this case, usually metropolitan Phoenix. Sure. Maybe an unfair question, but how much better do you think we are at this now than we were say 10 years ago? Well, you know, I, I think that, uh, I think that really what I've seen and I, I use my other hat when I was a trooper, I think that now with traffic incident management, the understanding of Tim, which is to as safely as possible in the group of, of different disciplines that are out there from law enforcement to public works, to your transportation people, to tow truck operators, and even the medical examiners that are out there and others. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we dance together out there safely and get the job done as quickly as possible without, you know, we're still needing to pick up the evidence in law enforcement. We're still needing to make sure that we close the, the highway uh, safely, but we also need to open it as quick as we can so that we don't have that queuing. And um, again, it goes back to that training of traffic incident management, that daily dance, if you will, the relationship between all those partners in getting that job accomplished. And, and I think we're doing a much better job each day and getting that accomplished. And traffic incident management is basically just saying, hey, we have to know where the, the, the trouble spots are at any given moment as best we can. And some of that you can plan for, and obviously some of that is unexpected, correct? That's correct. Okay. So um, as we as we look at um, big driving weekends, as you have this opportunity to tell the public what you would like them to know about how to – we've talked a little bit about what we do and how we have – how many is it roughly? We, we have a lot of staff from, from every corner of the state that they're working these weekends. They're not taking the time off. About how many folks is that roughly, would you say, that are, that are kind of standing ready? A couple hundred. I would say over over that. Yeah. Uh, with, with our, you know, enforcement, ECD has right. officers out. Um, we have traffic, in, you know, uh, our traffic operations center, dispatchers there. My team of uh, incident response unit are, are there. We have uh, slates and other hot members that are out in the various districts throughout, like you said, the regional districts of, of the state. And hot members mean they are standing by for? Highway operation technician, and that's they're, they're ready to go at a moment's no- notice. 
uh, should should the call come. And if need be, say you've got folks up in, let's just pick Holbrook out of a out of a hat, and all of a sudden something's going on in Williams. That's just a major, major, major thing. Those guys will travel if need be. Correct? They will. In fact, what you're saying there kind of makes me think of the incredible relationship that uh, the staff has when it comes to snowplow operations. Um, we have snowplow drivers that come from Phoenix and Tucson to help support the North um, because of, you know, the inclement weather that does come. And people don't understand Arizona gets dumped on as far as snow. It does. And, and obviously that's something we, we meant to touch on that a little bit earlier, perhaps, where you can't say, okay, we know that on uh, January 9th <laughs> through the 11th every year there's going to be snow because it's certainly not the case. But you've got to, you, you just got to be, as we call it, no snow. And, and, and you uh, just get those guys stationed whether it comes or not. I mean, it usually does come when, when we're much better uh, with, the, with forecasting, not we so much, but, but just in general, forecasting is a lot better than it used to to be but you're standing out there ready to go we, we are and you know we have again go back to technology we have our road weather information systems uh, arwis that uh, sit usually people don't even know them that they're there know that they're there but they give us real-time information they give us a video feed they allow us to know temperatures um, humidity um, all of that so that operationally we can make some decisions related to how we're going to operate in those conditions. What what would be the best chemical or the best um, resource to apply on the roads to keep the traveler safe and to mitigate that that inclement weather as best we can? Now, Mother Nature's going to win every time. Yeah. But we can certainly learn more each each year as we do. But uh, it's it's an incredible thing to watch these men and women working endless hours um, to create the greatest safe zones in those areas that they possibly can so and we have hundreds of people out there their 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 fathers their brothers their sisters mothers uh, daughters um their grandparents and they are they are putting themselves uh at the public service on these holiday weekends or when the weather gets bad and uh we just want to salute those folks because they they really are are putting out the hard work they are and then you know, what we try to do is we try to learn from every every opportunity. And so if there's a significant weather storm and maybe there was some incidents that occurred, we have what's called an after-action debrief with all parties, whether it's law enforcement, the tow industry, and the affected area of those um, regions and my crew. And um, we talk about it. We, we talk about what we could have done better. What can we learn from? Was there policy that should have been different mm-hmm. um, and and what kind of technology and what kind of uh, resource did we apply so we're always trying to improve um, each day so let's fly back to where you have just a, a moment here to make an appeal to drivers out there as they're looking at either whether it's a, a big time where weather's bad or we're we're, we're expecting a big three-day weekend what if, as you have this chance, what do you want folks to really think about as they get behind the wheel? I would just say to people to manage your own expectations. Understand that you're not the only one on the highway, and we're all on the highway, and everyone has a destination point. How we get to that destination point is, is up to us. And as we drive aggressively, we're taking someone else's life into our, our hands. And uh, prepare. If you have children... 
bring bring an extra few diapers, bring an extra few candy bars or chips or whatever it might be to keep water. your children water, especially. Um, Whether it's cool, check cold car. temperatures, hot, you want yeah. you need water. Check, check your car, your tires, where they need to be. Um, are, are you know those types of things are the responsibility of the driver. And then I I always tell the driver to plan. Look at our AZ five one one app. Download that. That can really provide you a whole host of of resources and information that you otherwise won't have. That will tell you what what it would be time wise to get to from point A to point B and then adjust your 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 time and, and I can promise you that as you do that you're gonna have a, a much more enjoyable trip. Can't say it any better than that. Derek Arnson has been our guest talking about those big traffic incidents and those weekends and the weather and all those good things that we are standing by 24-7-365 at ADOT to keep you covered. Thank you for your time, Derek. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That's gonna do it for this edition. We will catch you later. Thanks for spending some time on the road with ADOT. To learn more about ADOT, visit our website at azdot.gov, where you can also connect with our links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. That's at azdot.gov. Goodbye for now, and thanks for being on the road with ADOT.